0: The ever-present, the always-wise Preston Johnson. That was was the best you got. You had like eight minutes to think of that. He's the deep-tissue guy down there, so he's going to (laughs) be massaging everybody. We're just trying to save money.
1: We can talk about anything. This is why this is the owner's box.
0: It wouldn't be wag me if it wasn't, you know, interesting. True. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of the Owner's Box. I'm Andy Haynes and I'm joined by co-chairman, co-owner, Wegme, uh, founder, uh, Preston Johnson. How are you, Preston? I am good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm actually like a little um, torn up, a little a little like sad because everybody in the states, like I've been trying to Deal with our editor and things like that, mm. and they're like, "Oh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm not going to work tomorrow." And then I'm like, "Oh, I'm not do-. like we have no Thanksgiving plans." And the Americans that I know out here are like, "Yeah, I don't don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Nobody cares. So, yeah, <laughs> nobody really cares." We uh, maybe we can hit up. Uh, I, just I heard there's a bunch friend.
1: of like uh, like Christmas like shopping stuff. Like Christmas lights are already up. Like they they're like already into it already.
0: Yeah, they don't have that like Thanksgiving break, although they do for some reason celebrate the same Black Friday as us, which is very bizarre. Like, Friday is Black Friday in England, too. So, um, I am in London, obviously. Uh, You are in uh, Orange County. And um, I went to Crawley last night for the Gillingham game, which um, I think I'm going to say this as diplomatically as possible lee re- referred to it as the most league to league two game he's ever In league history. two. um <laughs> it was it was uh kind of it was kind of no offense to any crawley players no extent uh, offense to lewis but it was kind of an ugly kind of just a lot of uh kicking about fouling kind of rough you know and yeah. um still, there was still some moments. It was an exciting game. There was a great attendance. I think it was um, the attendance was above three thousand. And um, I made a bunch of content. We got Liam Green to to be our man on the street. That'll be out soon. Um, he'll probably there's get already banned. people
1: coming after his job. By the way, shout out Billy Lewis, who probably doesn't actually he, listen to this. He's like, I want to do that.
0: I like, Billy Lewis well, maybe came I up her. to me and said, "Can I do it next week?" He was like, "He was he was coming for his job immediately."
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, this is, it's it's harsh over there, but I I told him, like, honestly, you should just have multiple people doing it at one time. There's no downside, really.
0: Uh, Yeah, we should get Beth to do it, too, because, like, we only have men who are on our channels. We need more. She would
1: be up for it. The thing with her and Billy is they work for the foundation, and so they typically have to work the games. But for some reason, Billy doesn't have to
0: work the the
1: the game after Swindon. I forget which one. But he said, "There's just one coming up. He doesn't have to work, so he wanted to just do it once for the sake of doing it."
0: Um, I had a lot of um, I had a lot of people come up to me and ask uh, about you, which was very sweet. It was funny. They would come up to me and they would go, "How's Preston?" And I would tell them things are looking good. He's got mm-hmm. clear scans. Every everybody's happy. And then um, they would immediately ask, "Who then? What was the situation with the coach?" And I would yeah, say, it's like, I, "I gotta
1: pretend that I'm being nice
0: and care, but really just want to know who the new manager is going to be." Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. I still um, appreciate
1: people asking. It's good.
0: I think they genuinely care. I just think that you know they want both. Um, so, strange. how what were your thoughts? Did you you guys watch the game? I know that the, you and Evan watched the game. How what mm-hmm. what was uh, was it uh, frustrating?
1: I mean, to expand on Lee's uh, eloquent description of what he witnessed, I mean, it was probably the worst game we've played all season. And Gillingham is just so low quality that we were able to escape with a draw. Luckily, I mean, they missed one that was like right in front of the goal. I don't think I missed it left somehow. I'm pretty sure one of us would have scored. Uh, I think the XG, we only got to like .31 total. We had seven shots. One was on goal and it was Jake's, which was pretty much right at the keeper. Uh, It it wasn't pretty eyes or data wise, which I mean, I know people like to roll their eyes at me when we bring up the data, but the fact of the matter is we got outplayed. I think their XG was, it wasn't even one. It was like more like 0.8 or right under 0.8. And then ours was 0.31. So uh, luckily we got the dry guess when you look at it that way, but fact of the matter is we didn't create many chances at all and we had one shot on target against i think it's their number three keeper because you remember glenn morris is on loan there wasn't allowed to play against us the only reason he's on loan and playing is because their number one got hurt in the summer um so the fact that it's their number three they're coming off of four straight losses i believe playing in broadfield and we test that guy once with one shot on goal the whole game is um, disappointing to say the least so um, yeah definitely yeah i mean it, it, it happens uh, we have a nice little break here i guess to regroup and refresh reset uh, but yeah we just got to be playing better in the end
0: yeah i was um i was sent i sent you a instagram post i saw yesterday that was the xg on the argentina mm-hmm. Saudi arabia game and i'm not um I'm a believer in the stats. I mean, I think I'm too dense to actually understand how they work, but I, like I, it was just interesting because I think the XG was in the favor. I mean, it's like expected goals, right? So it's shots on, on target. So um, it just meant that Argentina took more shots and they just weren't, they didn't go in. It's not
1: necessarily always how many shots because the quality of the shot is important. That's what XG ultimately measures. So yeah, when you're getting out shot, like, 19 to 6 you're probably going to lose xg anyway but you can actually outshoot an opponent you know 12 to 8 but lose the xg battle because their eight were way better opportunities and your 12 were just like punting it from outside the box and praying like so it, it does account for the actual value or or efficiency of the attempt um, what's interesting is i think japan did it against germany again today they had like 20 percent possession and got smoked but ended up pulling off that upset as well so it's that's what football is right it's a one game sample, especially like in these World Cups where you have, you play each of your group once, like anything can happen. Um, but over time, the math is going to play out. And so uh, that's why we look at it. That's why we look at the data and the analytics and try to use it to uh, our advantage to, to make adjustments and improve.
0: Um, speaking on that, I mean, let's talk about some more um, interesting football. Have you been watching the World Cup?
1: I have not watched more than USA Wales. And that was why well, you're just I, a real
0: I, patriot.
1: Yeah. I owed my, I owed my family a trip, uh, for a few days and just could not be on watching world Cup stuff. So and I was not waking up at 5am to watch England, although I watched, uh, the last, like the very end of it when um, they each scored one more time in the final, like 10 minutes or five to 10 minutes, I watched that, but I don't even count that, uh, ultimately friday is a big one and i'm excited to just talk trash but we're pretty big underdogs not big underdogs but um i think they are priced about 63 percent or so uh to uh-huh. win and we're and we're like 37 percent to draw or win so to give you some context um they're pretty big favorites to not even draw but win the game so if we can get a draw as like looking at the group stages and trying to progress. I mean, Wales wasn't very impressive. I don't know if you were impressed from watching it, but if we can draw against England Friday, I think we're in a good place because England should beat Wales uh, more often than not. So um, that's kind of what I'm rooting for is a game that uh, we hang around. Don't get beat. A a draw would be actually okay. And I think we're all right after that. I'm
0: actually, I I'm a, I'm English now. So I actually think it's coming home. I'm fully, you know, it's me and the three lions. Um, but I, I do, uh, I, I wasn't impressed with um, Wales. I wasn't very impressed with the U.S. either. I think we, we both kind of played, uh, you know, it was like a, a battle of kind of, uh, what do you call that? Like a um, where neither side wins. What's that called? Uh, I forget the word. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, I did. Stalemate? To, I, yeah, but there's like another term like mm-hmm. where it's like, Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I was in Crawley. I went down and I, uh, was in the marquee and I don't know if you heard about this, but the marquee, um, was, it was like, it wasn't just raining. It was like a storm. So yeah, the marquee, like the walls were kind of going. And, uh, also the heat, if you turned the heat on, um, the power went out. So the heat was off. And Mm. so we all went into reds eventually and um it was great i mean it was like it was like you know 1 p.m on a monday so there's not like a lot you can get done in that instance and um the uh i I thought they looked great i mean iran looked awful so it's hard to say what that looks like but it was like a fun young team (laughs) and uh they played well together so
1: are you going back down friday for the game are you going to be there for it are you staying up in london
0: well, I originally was going to try to go to that Adidas thing, but uh, mm-hmm. I did not get tickets. So I will probably go. They didn't Prolly. give you tickets?
1: No. just a matter re- of me asking. They're the, they're, <laughs> well, did they confirm they can't give us any?
0: They said they were going to give us 10, but they just never responded to us. So mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. Well, if you want know.
1: them, I can actually try myself because I... Just let it. I just have not paid attention to it since I'm not there. If you Um, want to, I mean, I would
0: love to go to that event. And my whole thing that I was going to do was I was going to um, invite some of the Crawley guys. Yeah, like see if some of the players wanted to go. So
1: who knows? Some of them, Uh, yeah. If they live up there, anyways, yeah, for sure. Uh, Let me let me let me ping someone on that today. And I know we only have Um, like a day and a half, anyways, London time. But we'll we'll
0: try to solve it. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I guess um, you know the World Cup's been exciting. I think there is this weird thing where it's not—it's not like many World Cups. It's not like um, there's like been a lot of World Cups where it's like it takes over my whole kind of life, and I watch every single game. And I think because of the situation with kind of the politics and they aren't allowed to wear the LGBT armbands. And we know all these people died that there's like kind of a bittersweetness in it. You know, it's like, you just, there's, there's only so much you can do. There was something um, with the
1: like LGBT hats too. I saw they were wearing them and they had to take them off before they went into the game. Uh, yeah. It was unfortunate. I, I wasn't keeping up on it. And then I started seeing people tweeting about it. And um, Well,
0: yeah. it's just so weird. Cause it's like, there's obviously like, you know, all these weird kind of backwards, uh, not backwards. It's just, it's such a culture shock. And I think that we'd also know that it's corrupt. It, it's weird. It, I, I'm trying to enjoy the games without thinking about the politics, but it's kind of, it's, it's impossible to a certain yeah. extent. Having said that the games I have watched have been fun. It's been fun to watch the upsets. I always love the upsets. Um, even did when, you, did like you make the-
1: a pick or anything like that on who you thought was going to win the world cup before?
0: No, I think it's probably going to be, um, I think Belgium or Argentina was who I originally put for the winners. Um, but
1: Canada played Belgium, Belgium
0: pretty well, I heard today. My buddy was there,
1: actually. He was texting us. I'm in a thread. He, he said he was really impressed with Canada. So Canada Belgium's has a great team. One of the favorites. I
0: mean, two of their players are stars in Europe, um, uh, Anthony Davies, or I think it's Anthony Davies, and they've turned um, around
1: their whole like they weren't even a thing ten years ago. Canada football was. Well, now. I mean,
0: they haven't been to the World Cup since 1984 or something like that. 1986, yeah, so even more than ten years.
1: But by I maybe mean, like they've the last ten years, I think they've made the progress or eight years or whatever you want to call it, to where they've put themselves in a position to at least be involved and be a part of this, which is impressive. And then they lose one nil to Belgium and played pretty well. So I I got his so name wrong. It was.
0: It, it was Alfonso Davies. Um, so I was uh, I misspoke there, but I actually saw Alfonso Davies play for the Vancouver Whitecaps before he got sent to or before he got purchased by Bayern, where he's like, you oh, know, yeah. just a superstar there. But did you see the did you see the Spain game today or the score on it?
1: Did it end seven nil?
0: Yeah, it ended seven nil, which is yeah. like Costa Rica's not a bad team. They just I think you wanna, Spain you might be know
1: a, a, you know, from a gambler's, uh, I, I obviously can't bet on the World Cup. I have not at all. But I'm you know people that are there's like these, Calcutta auctions you can do where you actually bid on each country, and then depending on the results throughout the tournament, you get a percentage of the prize pool of the, of the pot back to you. So like if you win the whole thing, obviously like Brazil goes for a lot more than Costa Rica or Canada or even the U.S. because they're way bigger favorites. But there's like these side things you have to try to quantify. Like for example, which country has a game where they score the most goals and england scoring six right out of the gate was actually everyone was talking about in this thread i'm in that might have been like that was probably a favorite to hold like scoring more than six was like unlikely and that's like i think three percent of the prize pool which is pretty significant and then it took a couple days and Spain got to seven and so there were people in there sweating this game even though it was five nil because they're like, they can't get to six. Oh, if they get to six, are they gonna get to seven? And so they're like all these people going back and forth. So that's the beauty of not only like the World Cup as a whole, but being able to gamble on it. It's just like every little thing, um, there's action and everyone's having fun. That's
0: that's, fun. that's probably I why mean, I haven't
1: watched it as much, to be frank. And then you asked me, I was like, Yeah, that's true. I haven't I like blamed it on a trip, but like usually I find ways to watch games, even if I'm doing stuff. Uh it's honestly because I probably don't have any money on any of the games. So that could that honestly could be a good portion of that
0: i think that that must be hard for you to like because this is probably the first time in your life where you i mean you've obviously watched sports for a long time and not been able to gamble on them but after being a professional gambler and knowing kind of some of the things you know about that it must be like a little you're just like man i can't there's been a lot of times
1: yeah even all year because I haven't bet on anything all year just because I've had the time to actually run the models that I was running previously and so there's been a lot of times though where I'll get information from someone or there's a bet out there that I'm like I should probably be betting this because I'm leaving money on the table if I don't but I've just been pretty steadfast in not betting unless I was in Vegas with uh, some friends for March Madness for one day I did gamble there um and other than that, I haven't done anything outside of a college football, Calcutta auction, similar to the world cup, but we did one with college football because that's my favorite league in the world. American
0: football, American football. Sorry. Anybody who's college American college, American football.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, so i like, like, for example, I have Ohio state. They're undefeated. They're one of the top teams in the country. I really need them to keep winning. They play Michigan Saturday. Like there's just always something every week where I can kind of follow along, but uh, outside of those two instances this year i really haven't but i definitely know i've left money on the table just staying away from it but it's part of my decision to do this anyway, so
0: it's not a big deal cool well um i hope you get some chances to watch more football where do you are you gonna watch at home the usa yeah now in, that
1: i'm uh, home it'll be easier yeah, yeah, yeah
0: for sure okay yeah because it's like it's prime time family time you got did you ever go to
1: santa barbara when you were living in uh la did you oh yeah a trip up there yeah
0: yeah, it's yeah, so beautiful. It's up there. I love Santa Barbara. It's like gorgeous. I'm trying to think of that resort. It starts with a B. What's that one? What I'm talking about? One right across from the, beach from the sand. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it's called. It doesn't matter. This is for English football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Santa Barbara is beautiful. Uh, well, I promised you a short one because I know that you have to go get ready for Thanksgiving. You got family stuff to do. Um, we have Swindon coming up. Um, thoughts on Swindon? Like, obviously they're above us on the table.
1: Yep. Um, I mean, the rundown on Swindon is they, I mean, they play a possession. They play like how Kevin Betsy wanted to play entering the season, and they've had success with it. They made the playoff last year, and then they lost a lot of their personnel, their their players from last year, and then despite that, are still um, performing well this season. So you have to give them some credit. One thing I I do believe. Uh, We didn't do against Burnley at all, which was, I think, in my opinion, incorrect. Uh, But against Fulham, we did. And against other teams that have played possession style, even against Bradford, some, especially in that first half. Like when we're pressing teams that are trying to play out of the back and we're aggressive, it leads to opportunities for us. And I think that's the best way to attack those types of teams. And um, Swindon will be trying to do that. So um, that should be our strategy and approach Uh, just to give people context like in. Uh, XG per 90, they're fifth in, uh, the league. So I think that's even a little better than where they're at in the current table, um, for what it's worth. Um, their actual XG differential is, uh, more, uh, average for what that's worth. They also, yeah, they're like seventh when it comes to actual XG differential, but, um, from an attack standpoint, you know, they're top five in the league. Um, they're maybe a little vulnerable defensively. i probably just leave it at that. But I think the reason they're vulnerable defensively and some of their metrics are because of the style they play, right? Like a few of the times early on in the season when we were trying to play out of the back more and we made a mistake or gave the ball up, you're extremely vulnerable and we were giving up goals pretty quickly or, or free kicks or red cards right around a dangerous area. Uh, and so I'm sure Swindon has some of that. So that's why I think it's important to capitalize on it if we're able to and impress them and be aggressive. Similar to what we saw against Fulham bringing people up the pitch and um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm expecting and definitely can't take them lightly. We have a, we have a nice little run of games here in December. I think there's six total uh, five before we start the second half of the season, I believe starts uh, December 26th, if I recall. Uh, And then we officially pay everyone a second time. So yeah, a long way to go.
0: Cool. Um, What's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
1: All right, let's talk about this for a minute. Well, you know, I'm like a foodie anyways, but I I can't stand cranberry sauce and everyone talks about cranberries. That's out. I just have to just get that off my chest. It's the worst possible part of Thanksgiving. That's fair. Um, I went to, there's this farm here locally near where I live uh, that grows all their own produce, bakes their own bread, everything. And so I'm making like a fresh, like farm baked bread stuffing and stuffings like pretty under honestly it should be a year round food and it isn't so i think stuffing is probably the most underrated. i love stuffing. favorite um, so we have like sourdough bread baguette gonna dry it out overnight celery carrots onions herbs uh all from the farm that is probably going to be pretty good um and then i would say like an obscure one my mom makes this you basically just grill down a bunch of uh onions like you mm-hmm. would for like um like little strings. Like if you were making like, like kind of like for hamburgers or something, um, you grill them all down and then you, you put like a little bit of cream in it and Parmesan cheese over the top and you just bake it. And it's like a Parmesan cheese, grilled onion, like casserole dish. That's really good. Um, that's one that I don't think most people make, but that's just been in my family for however long. Yeah. I've
0: never heard of that one. My weird one one. one that my family always made was rutabagas, which is like a, Mm. I think it's like a turnip basically, It is funny. I never think to get stuffing until it's Thanksgiving and Christmas. I love stuffing. Here's a question, though. This is kind of my deal breaker. Do you put the giblets in the stuffing?
1: Oh, I I like stuffing either way, but I'm okay with it.
0: You're okay with have.
1: I think people prefer to just eat them separately. But actually, I think my mom is in the gravy.
0: Yeah, they, like, take the bag out of the turkey, the bag of guts and the neck and all that stuff. And uh, that's – I make a really good Brussels sprout for Thanksgiving. Um, Well, Mm. anyways, um, it's been – I did actually have one question before we go. Um, Have you heard anything – a a few people ask me, is there a possibility that Swindon's – the match will be moved? Or is it the game on the 10th? Have you heard anything about this? No, I don't think the Swindon game is getting moved. Maybe it's Hartlepool. There's something about um, the timing might coincide with, like if England advances, they'll it be It depends on the games,
1: time. I think. Yeah, if they advance. But I don't think it would be the Swindon game because I don't think the group stage will be done. By no, so it's, the, be...
0: it's the next one.
1: Hartlepool. Hartley yeah. Pool. And that's possible,
0: yeah. the December 10th
1: game. Yeah, We just we have to okay, play it by well, yeah.
0: we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, I will wish everybody uh, good luck and have a wonderful Thanksgiving to our American uh, listeners, and have a happy World Cup. Uh, Preston's hoping that your heart's broken on Friday night. I'm praying for Bukayo Saka, Um, and uh, you know, come on, you Reds, up the up the city, up the town. Um, I messed that up. I said up the city.